What community sounds like. Stay open. Hey guys, this is Chris from Tap the Craft. I want to tell you about a new partner that we have for the show. B-Cups. B-Cups is the world's first line of style-specific beer cups for people on the go. Whether by the beach, pool, hiking, or on the boat, B-Cups are great for any place you can't use glassware. They're dishwasher-safe, lightweight, BPA-free, recyclable, and so clear that they often get mistaken for glass. They come as four packs on Amazon.com, but two packs and variety packs are available on their website at bcups.net. That's B-C-U-P-S dot net. Go check it out. craft beer friends and welcome to another episode of tap the craft podcast i am denny loose i'm coming to you from boise idaho and i've got my partner in craft the dog whisperer and the wells bro from tampa florida mr chris mckenzie how are you doing tonight chris i'm doing really good denny i'm glad to finally get on here with you it looks like we've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about tonight yeah of course we do we're going to talk about beer I know. Yeah. It could be better than that. I know. What could be better? You know what could be better than that? You tell me what's in your glass tonight. That could be really okay. good. So in my glass tonight is uh, from Dust Bowl Brewing Company. It's Ooh. their public enemy Baltic porter. And I'm literally just open this uh, just open this bottle and I'm going to pour myself a little bit. Of, well, I'm just going to pour myself a full glass. <laughs> I'm Lord. a big boy. I can drink the whole thing. Yeah, Baltic Porter. That's a great style that that not many breweries brew. So you got lucky. I hope it's really good. Have you had this yeah, one before? Not this one. Um, I do enjoy Baltic Porter, though. So yeah. I was really excited to see this one pop up. And a lot of the other stuff that I've had from Dust Bowl has been really, really good. So nice. I kind of kind of just went out on, on faith on this one that they're following suit as they did with their IPAs that I've had from them. Yeah, yeah, well... Let's see if they can nail this Baltic Porter because a good Baltic Porter is really, really tasty. In fact, I'll tell you that a Baltic Porter almost made my top five dark beers list this uh, year. But I had a lot of dark beers that had really good ratings, so it just didn't make the cut for the top five. But it almost did. That was the one I had from Deschutes. They just released a Baltic Porter. It was really fantastic. Good. Well... Well, how are you doing and what's in your glass tonight? I'm doing well. I'm recovering from a little bit of uh, jet lag. Just arrived back from Israel. Another fantastic trip. A lot of fun. I will talk about it in my events that I'll save. I'll let you guys just get a little bit of taste of what to expect in the near future of the show here. Uh, but I am drinking a new beer that uh, has just been brewed up from Full Sail. Full Sail Brewing out of Hood River, Oregon. You know, I, I talk about these guys all the time, and I saw the name of this beer. It's called the Atomizer IPA. For one thing, the bottle the bottle art is pretty cool. I like uh, the bottle art. It's not it's not fancy. It's just a little bit uh, psychedelic, not psychedelic, but uh, you know, a little a little uh, of uh, craziness there. A little silver chromey stuff with some hops and some swirls. But what this says is. A, it says sci-fi suds for a Wi-Fi world. 
This is an ultrasonic-infused IPA, atomized hops for ultrasonically tasty beer. So they did some kind of new ultrasonic hop uh, something with this beer, uh, and it's really good. It's uh, I wouldn't say it's like going to blow your socks off or anything, but it does give you a very nice kind of a... Uh, I don't. I don't want to say juicy, but there's, uh, there is a a kind of a juicy character to it, but it's in a, like almost uh, ultrasonic way, right? Like a misted <laughs> misty way or something or something that it's hard to explain because the it's like the hops aroma, the the, the flavor of the citrus citrus stuff is like hovering, like above the 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 fluid maybe, and it's just kind of a weird, kind of cool. Flavor profile. It's hard to explain. It's one you gotta you gotta try. It's very delicate, uh, not over the top. It's not gonna. It's not a bitter bomb by any means. It does have a little bit of bitterness, but it's not too bad. It just kind of showcases a, this this or I guess a, I'm guessing it showcases the hop. I don't know what hops are in it, but the hops are tasty, uh, and it's done very nice in a delicate way, and it's smooth. Goes down easy. Um, I'm almost, I just popped this one open and it's almost gone. I got another one sitting right here, ready to, uh, to dump in this glass as we move on. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's it. So let's move on. How about that, Chris? You want to move on? Let's do that. Let's do it. All right. Um, but before we move into the bulk of the content, I always like to just give any new listeners who are new to the show a little taste of what we're all about you got a little taste already, right? You got a taste of our opening. But uh, Taps of Craft Podcast, we are an educational podcast focused around celebrating all things craft beer because we want to help our listeners along in your craft beer journey. And you're listening to episode 115, recording on Monday, December 17th, 2018. And in this show, we will discuss our top five hoppy ales, dark ales, and other styles that we had in 2018. So I always love this show. We've done it a little different every year. This year we decided just to take three categories in one show and talk about our top five between Chris and I. Uh, we invited John to come on, but he never answered back. So I hope he's okay. Hopefully he's not buried under a a, a, a mound of, of suds in a, in, a, in a hop explosion over there in Trek <laughs> Brewing. He's, he's good. I texted him earlier to see if he was joining us, and he said, nope. He said, nope. End quote. <laughs> yep. Said it. I had enough. One one yeah, yeah. show every three months. That's all I can do. That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got to pay him appropriately. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We we paid him. We paid him. All right. Well, that's okay. He's missing out because well, you know what? He he didn't want to be in a show because he didn't want to admit that he hasn't had any beer for a year. That's the sad yeah. Thing. But he has a very very good reason. Oh, actually, no. I can go ahead and name his top five in all three of those categories that we just talked about, and mm-hmm. they're all Trek beers. Okay. Done. All done. Yeah. That's, that's for it. him. So that's so it. for John, we're going to go ahead and step up and speak for you. His top five hoppy beers were Trek uh, in 2018. <laughs> His top five dark beers were probably that vanilla porter um, <laughs> for 2018. And his other styles, I know that canteen cream ale yeah. uh, was probably that's top. Uh, one yeah. of his top five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is our Trek brewing update. Thank you, Chris, for that update. And let's get into our beer-related activities from, you know, from our last show to now. And Chris, you messaged me saying that, hey, 
I had some activities, so spit it out, man. People want to hear what kind of activities you had this time. So I feel like that I, I, I've just got, there's all this anticipation now, like, oh, I finally did something. What did we do? I went to a brewery. Mm. Just went just went to a brewery to pick up beer that I had pre-ordered. Um, so you know how in my in my past life, I would stand in line for beer and, you know, wake up at six, seven o'clock in the morning. Those times just don't really work in my brain anymore. Yeah. So um, when I have the chance to go get local beer that's a bottle release, uh, I will go pre-order it if I'm able to. And the good folks down at Four Stacks Brewing down in Apollo Beach, Florida, um, they released a bottle what was called Demigorgon. So either two places you might recognize that name is either going to be from um, Stranger Things, the TV show. Ah, yeah. Or, or um, if the nerds are going to poke their heads out from Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> now, uh, Demigorgon is, um, I only know it from the, uh, the, from the, the show Dave. Stranger Things. Oh. No, no, the show Stranger <laughs> Things. Um, so the Demigorgon is a smoked cherry porter. Now, I'm not really one for smoked beer, yeah. but um, I've heard really, really good things about it. So I just, I said to hell with it. I said, you know what, let's go ahead and pre-order it because the last time they sold it, um, the last time they released it, it sold out pretty quick. Mm. So I figured that's got to say something for the actual beer. So I pre-ordered that and I pre-ordered a barrel aged, uh, I believe it was a double IPA. So right. I pre-ordered that. Uh, the double IPA was called... Um, girl with no name so again uh pop culture reference for all my game of thrones fans out there uh this oh, was oh uh, yeah yeah so this was the girl had i'm sorry it was a girl has no name was the name of it <clears throat> so placed the order back in september or october and realized a few days ago hey i i haven't really heard anything about hey your bottles are ready to be picked up or hey your order is ready or anything like that so I sent him a message on Facebook and I said, hey, what's going on with the beer? And he said, well, we sent out an email telling everyone that their stuff was ready. Um, maybe for some reason yours didn't go out. So he said, you know, it's ready. It's here sitting in the cooler and um, come on down whenever you're ready. Well, um, for people who don't know about where Apollo Beach is, Apollo Beach is approximately 35 to 40 minutes south of downtown Tampa. So where we live, it's about 30 minutes from where my house is. So I grabbed Megan one night and I said, Hey, look, I, I've got beer. And I've got to go pick <laughs> up at this brewery. I said, we've never been to this brewery before. We've mm. had a couple of their beers, but we've never been there before. I said, let's go down there. We had a, a kind of a, an evening off after about 7 PM. And I said, let's just go down there. We'll grab those bottles and maybe grab a beer or two. So we go down there, go talk to the guys behind the bar and say, Hey, you know, we're trying to pick this beer up that I ordered. They gave me the bottle of Demigorgon and I showed them my uh, order confirmation to pick up a bottle of this uh, barrel aged double IPA. And he goes, hang on a second. I got to go check something. Uh oh. So he comes, he comes back from the back of the, the brewery and he goes, look, we, we, the bottles that we had, we gave out. Um, and then some of the people re were reporting an issue. Mm. Don't, and don't quote me entirely on this. I don't know if there was a, a a quality issue or, or what exactly it was, but um, they said, Hey, we, we pulled it. Like we, we don't have it to give to you. And honestly, I, I'm kind of glad that they did because like I said, I ordered it in September, October today's, you know, what December 17th. 
and it was an IPA. So mm. it's starting to get on that little of the, the older side. Um, so they said, look, I, we don't have it to give you. So we can do a couple things. Uh, we can either refund your money, which the bottle was uh, 15 bucks. Um, we can refund your money or we can just replace it with something else. And I said, okay, well, what do you have to replace it? And so they had a um, coffee milk stout and then just a regular milk stout. And I said, you know, the coffee one sounds good. Um, and he goes, you know what? Just because of the bottle that you were supposed to get, he goes, I'll just give you one of each. So yeah. I was supposed to go pick up. I was supposed to go pick up two bottles. I left with three. Nice. So four stacks brewing company. Good on you guys. Thank you for doing that. Um, <clears throat> so of course, you know, a brewery we've never been to. Well, we're going to have to try some things. Mm hmm. So we finally just, we grabbed a flight. Um, I think we grabbed a flight of four beers and I think we had one more on top of that. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to say that another Tampa area brewery is putting out just phenomenal beer. Good. And, Good. Uh, we, we sat there for about an hour, just kind of enjoyed the time of sitting still, trying out some new beers, um, anything from a uh, extra special bitter which was very, very good, um, all the way up to a habanero mango Berliner, mm. um, wow. which, which Megan caught me very much by surprise with that. So Megan uh, Megan doesn't handle heat or hot food very well. <laughs> now, like mild salsa, she it makes her sweat kind of thing. And she goes, well, it smells really good. I just want to try it. I mean, hopefully it doesn't, you know, Hopefully it doesn't burn too much. And she tried it and she said, you know, the heat isn't really there. She goes, but this is by far my favorite beer oh. out of these four or five that we had. Nice. And it, and it was one of those things like, who are you and what did you do with my life? <laughs> this ain't so. Real. Yeah. So it, it was, it was just funny. Like I, I, I said, I'm sorry. What, what did you just say? You just said that was your favorite beer, the habanero and mango beer. That's your favorite. Yes. Yeah, it's delicious. All right. Well, that's that's a new one on me. Um, so anything from the ESB to the um, the habanero mango beer, uh, we had just their um, they had a brown ale on on tap, and then they had what else was in there? Um, uh, like um like an autumn style uh, pale ale. So there was like apple and a little pumpkin in it. And uh, the little hops in the background, and that was that was really good too. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't super exciting, but I was really happy to say, hey, we got out and we're able to visit a brewery, and especially a, a brewery that we've never been to before. So, well, it sounds like you just found yourself another spot for you guys to go that you enjoy the beer, and it's not that far from your house. Well, it is about a half an hour away. But but, but wait um, a minute. Okay. I, I, I really find it funny when people think 20 minutes or a half hour is a f long ways. You, you know, you haven't been to my house. I no. And I'm not even out, out of town. I'm just on the edge of town. It takes me 20 minutes to 30 minutes to get anywhere. So that's normal for, <laughs> for us. Danny, I'm, I'm spoiled. Like at, <laughs> at my old house, I could walk to one brewery and I could be at three or four other breweries within 10 minutes. Okay. Now, well, now at this new place that where we are, um, we just looked today. So there's a, a brewery that's nine minutes away. So that we're going to have to go check them out. And then there's another one that's about 11 minutes away. So those are going to probably be our go-to places 
uh, while we're here in the Brandon area. And so we got to go check those places out and, you know, quality control. Yeah. Got to make sure they're yeah. good. Yeah. Make sure you put the word out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, enough about my single beer activity in what, four, <laughs> five, six months? Uh, what? What it, what do you what did you have going on since we last recorded, Denny? Okay, well, I will admit that I don't. I this is a trip to Israel, and I don't have a lot of like new beer talk to do because uh, I've I've pretty much drank all the beer in Israel. I think so. There's nothing really new. There was a couple I had that I hadn't had before, but nothing that was like outstanding. I had to talk about, but I did drink every single night I was there. Seven days. Uh, in Israel, and every night I was out drinking, having fun. Uh, I was there on a business trip, but it wasn't a, like a a business trip where I'm I'm slaving away working the whole time. It was a conference, uh, and so when you're at conferences, yeah, it's big long days. We you know we were out doing different classes and stuff until you know six seven o'clock at night every night, but it's okay. It was it it wasn't too too hard, but we were out. After that, with my friends and my colleagues from around the world, uh, having fun every single night. So let me just go over a couple. I, w I went to Porter and Sons. I always talk about Porter and Sons. Uh, it's it's close to the hotel I like to stay at in Tel Aviv, and it, they have a, a wide variety of beer, and they have decent food, and I can just walk there easily and and eat. So I I went there three nights, uh, because it's easy, it's convenient, and uh, and the beer is good, but uh, we went out with my uh, friend Erez. Uh, he was uh, out in Tel Aviv buying a gift for his wife, and we decided to meet up and uh, have some beers and dinner. And we had a great time. In fact, beers were flowing so well, the laughter, the good times were rolling. He, we, you know, Erez may have lost track of the amount of beer he drank. Uh, <laughs> we, you know, he calls his wife, hey, or his wife calls him, saying, "Hey, I'm coming to pick you up. Get outside now." Not really that, you know, his wife is a sweetheart. So we go outside, we pay, we go outside, we're all feeling pretty good. Uh, his wife pulls up in the car, uh, obviously a little bit uh, concerned because she saw uh, Erez a, a little bit, uh, you know, having a good time. But he was okay. But I think we may have overdone it with him. But it was a great time. Good, something, something is awesome when you can get together and just let things go and... and and uh, laugh, and we got a little rowdy. In fact, we had a couple looks uh, as the beers were, were were flowing more and more. We had people, you know, we get louder and we're laughing, we're having a good time, and people are looking at us like, "What's going on over there?" You know, what what are these guys on? Uh, we're on just happy happy thoughts and beer does everything. All right, another night uh, we had a get together with the whole conference uh, to go do karaoke, and this is a karaoke bar called called plugged in and we had a whole uh you know like area just for us to be that was dj'd and, and karaoke and dancing and i'll tell you what uh i'm not much of a karaoke guy now you put a few beers in me hey i'll play along uh i karaoke like four times uh that night uh so there's some there's, there's some video that's uh on facebook and some video that uh hasn't made facebook yet so uh you might find a little treat uh, of me doing some singing, but that was a fun night. What was fantastic about this night is that we had people that were up there singing songs, and we were all participating in songs from multiple languages. 
I mean, we had, uh, we started off, the first song was in Hebrew. Of course, we're in Israel, so you go ahead and, and do an, uh, uh, an Israeli song. Uh, of course, English, German, Dutch, even Korean, uh, and Hindi. Even the Indians are out there doing their thing. Man, they have quite a uh, a little bit of a mosh, like a, indie, like a Hindi mosh pit out there. It was pretty cool. I <laughs> uh, really got into it. i never seen anything like it before. And we had some Spanish. We had all kinds of music playing. Uh, great time, fun people, just Time to let loose and have fun. Sometimes you got to do that. So another activity, again, beer is related because we drink beer. Now, it wasn't the kind of beer that I, you know, quality beer I like to drink. They had two choices. They had Heineken and they had Gold Star. Gold Star is the local lager of Israel. Uh, I like Gold Star, though. It's not bad. It's a good, uh, you know, amber lager. Pretty good. And then we had uh, the next night we had an evening with just my group just my product group, and we were in Jaffa, which is right uh, south of Tel Aviv on the on the uh, beach, and we went there with probably nearly 40 people showed up at this at this place, and we had a big, long table, and all of us were sitting and drinking. The, again, beer selection, not the best. I had some San Miguel. I had some uh, Snyder Berliner Weiss. It wasn't really Berliner. It was a Weiss beer, just a regular Weiss. It wasn't Berliner because it wasn't hard it's kind of weird and they had some coronas and stuff it wasn't the beer wasn't great but it doesn't matter the beer was flowing very very well and we were just were having a great time uh again just enjoying swapping seats you know with 40 people you can't just sit in one spot you have to jump and we were constantly jumping from seat to seat visiting with different people uh really fantastic time so that is uh that is my events nothing really super beer related but hey it was a fun time of just going out enjoying uh, laughter and good times with a wide variety of cultures from around the world. All right. Chris, you still there? I'm still here. I didn't bore you to death? No. Okay, good. I hope I didn't bore I, our listeners. No, I got to say, <clears throat> I've I've been to, so you were talking about the Hindi mosh pit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a good friend of mine um, is uh, is Indian. Uh, went to a wedding when we used to live in Ohio. And I got to say, an Indian or Hindi wedding is yeah. probably the most fun I've had in a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they know so how that, to party. They really do. Yeah. That, that was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I I, uh, I wish I would have been smart enough to, like, uh, record a video of it because you, you kind of have to see it to believe it. It's pretty, it's pretty wild and fun. It's cool. The first time I've ever seen it, so I was impressed. Okay, Chris, how about some new and noteworthy beers since our last recording? So I'm um, I'm gonna jump on this uh, Baltic Porter that I'm drinking. I okay. haven't rated it on an Untapped yet, but man, this thing is fantastic! Nice, awesome. And at not, and at nine percent, this is going away way too quickly. Mm. Oh well, it's, it's the price we pay, I suppose. That's right. That's right. You better <laughs> open another uh, one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> again, when I order through that mail order service, I only normally order one. Okay. You know, just in case I get burned, unless I already know of the beer. Yeah, yeah. But that, uh, man, that that B bomb set that came out on there, kind of sad. I didn't see that a little too a little sooner, but I don't know if I want to pay eighty one dollars for three bottles of beer. Did, did you only have a choice of doing three, or could you order individual ones? No, you had to order the whole set. Yeah, because those typically are twenty three dollars a bottle locally. So there's a yeah, there's a little bit of a upcharge for the three total but it's not too bad it's only 
probably $10 more than what you pay locally. Yeah. And I, just to say I could try it, I think it would be pretty awesome. No, they're good. They're good. They're, they are good, but it is it is expensive, and I've bought all of them before. And, yeah, when you're paying 60 you know, $60, $70 for three bottles, it does kind of hurt the wall a little bit. But they are good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so new and noteworthy beers. Um, I, I've been sticking to some Ohio beers lately because I had some – 99 problems, but a beer ain't one. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me by Listerman Brewing. Did you have that Um, at Trek? I did not. Oh, I think they had that one on Trek, I think I remember seeing. um, So 99 problems, but a beer ain't one uh, by Listerman Brewing Company. It's uh, an East Coast IPA brewed with Citra and Wakatu hops. Um, Wakatuya. Wakatuya. Uh, <laughs> this one I gave 4.25 caps. Oh, got to get that quarter cap in there. Yeah. You know, uh, just, you know, can't give it just a four. Can't give it a four and a half. That quarter cap makes yeah. all the difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, this one was really good. Um, and I, I've been really getting into this, the new Ang- England IPA uh, style. Um, I actually had a beer tonight before I started drinking this Baltic Porter, which was from crap. I can't remember who it was from. It's, it's a brewery out of San Francisco. Anyway, um, it I poured it out of the out of the bottle, and when it hit the glass, it it, it literally just smelled like I was pouring out orange juice. Oh yeah, into the into the glass. <laughs> and I picked it up and smelled it, and I was like, man, this I this is like I could have this for breakfast. And it was really just juicy and um, really citrusy. And well, back to the Listerman's brewing, but uh, four point two five caps on that one. Uh, that one was uh, a really good uh, East Coast IPA. So if you can get a hold of that one, definitely give that one a shot. And then my other one was two, I guess, kind of two styles mashed together. So I brought these guys up before. Untitled Art mm-hmm. is uh, a brewery that I've been trying a lot of stuff from and really liking. And a local restaurant here had a chocolate scotch ale on yeah. tap. And I heard that, and I, I mean, I already like the the Scotch ale. And then if you're putting something chocolate in it, <laughs> I figured, why the hell not? Let's let's go ahead and give it a shot. It turned out being a four and a half cap beer. Yeah. And uh, if I can find this out in the wild somewhere, I'm gonna buy as much of this as I possibly can. Nice. Because this one was pretty damn good. So this is one that that Megan brought back with her from Ohio. Uh, no. So untitled art. I don't remember where exactly they're based out of. Oh, okay. Um, but I had this at, uh, there's a restaurant down the street, um, called the Stein and vine Mm. that, uh, they have a, uh, their untitled art is in Wanakee, Wisconsin. Oh, butchered that probably butchered that name, but, um, a Wisconsin brewery that is making some, unique great stuff that's good yeah so there's there's been a handful of beers that i've had from them in probably the last six months that i've i've enjoyed pretty much everything that they've put out so uh we've been seeing a lot of their stuff here in the tampa area so yeah um excited about those uh what about you denny what have you been trying that's uh, been new and noteworthy well you know what i'm gonna surprise everyone normally i have like at least three if not four noteworthy beers uh, this time I only have one, one of the many beers that I drank in the last two weeks, one that came surfaced above the rest that I had to talk about. And it's a Fremont beer. 
you know, Chris was just talking about B-Bomb is out. You know, B-Bomb's great. Uh, and, uh, again, that's a Fremont beer. I haven't seen it yet in, in town here yet, but I'm sure they're releasing. I mean, hopefully I didn't miss the release when I was in Israel last week. But, uh, yeah, I'll be picking up a couple bottles myself of that. But this was a, a beer I picked up a, a month or so ago from our co-op. And it's the, the it's called the Last Nail, and it's a bourbon barrel aged imperial oatmeal stout, and it's made with licorice, and uh, cinnamon bark. And I'll tell you what, this beer is incredible. Now this is another one of those twenty three, twenty five dollar bottles, uh, but I was shocked when I saw this at the co op. This is a beer that's the first time it's, I think it's ever come to Boise. Normally these special beers like this they don't make it into boise because they're like a very limited release like the rusty nail is a very limited release and this last nail is a very limited release so when i saw it at the co-op i didn't even hesitate i just i grabbed it i didn't care the price put it in my bag and i'll tell you what i am not disappointed because this is a four and a half cap rating uh it is for like 14 and a half percent abv and I split it with my wife, Sarah, and literally we had we drank this glass like each of us drank our glasses down. I mean, really quick for a fourteen and a half percent beer. So tasty, nice chocolatey character with a a little bit of cinnamon that gives it a little bit of a a spiciness, a little bit of a cinnamon spicy heat, but not too hot. And the 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 licorice or the the anise uh, type uh, character was just very mild, not too strong. Just it really complemented the chocolate of the of that oatmeal uh, imperial oatmeal stout with a, a nice velvety body, good thick beer that was fantastic. I mean, I really love this beer. Uh, well worth the money. Um, yeah, that's the one that I said. So if you can get Fremont's the last nail. Bourbon barrel aged imperial oatmeal stout. You should definitely pick it up. All right, let's move in to some voicemail. Guess what? We have a voicemail. I'm so happy. It is from our good friend Amanda. And uh, sh- you know what? Let's go ahead and play it now, and then we'll talk about what she has to say. So here it is. Hello, craft beer friend. It's Amanda. Apologize for not leaving the voicemail sooner. I've been lacking uh, big time. I think I haven't left one since last year when we were literally running the marathon. Um, but anyway, I'm on a road trip uh, between the Pittsburgh and Akron region in Cleveland. I spent the day in Cleveland today. So getting caught up on a couple of episodes and... Um, I heard the ladies. I was listening to 112 um, on the way out, and it was great. It was great to hear Sarah and Megan. Uh, and I heard about the anticipation building about meeting me in Tampa. So I did get to meet Chris and Megan, which was great. Um, unfortunately, we had the worst day. My coworker and I went out and met them, and my boss had been a straight the whole day, and I'd been repeatedly kicked in the teeth all day, and it was just not a great day. Um, not my A-game for craft beer adventures, which, after listening to the episode, were highly anticipated. 
a redemption beer adventure trip. Uh, I think that would be fantastic. I have Southwest points for days, so it's not hard to get down in down Florida. Um, I also got to meet Cajun, which was the highlight of my day, so shout out to Cajun. Um, he's great and very, very agile. Um, yeah, and then I was listening to, you know, further into 112, and I heard Denny call me out for not leaving a voicemail for the B-Cup contest, so I felt double bad, and so this that voicemail. Um, so I'm listening to episode 113 right now, and the wee hours of the morning headed back to Pittsburgh, and I don't know if there's a current contest, but I, I hope that this counts if there is. Um, if not, you know, I'm already working with a perfectly good two-pack of B-cups over here, which can pretty easily become B-cups with a couple weeks of poor eating habits and or the right bra. So, I hope I get an entry, but if not, you know, fine. So, I hope you guys are doing well. I miss all of you. It's great to kind of hear your voices and get caught up. Hopefully, I'll get through 113 and... 114 is the next on the list, and then I'll be all caught up to speed. So, hope you're doing great, and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. All right. Well, thank you, Amanda. We are glad to hear from you, and uh, you, you've made amends. You've made up for your lack of participation. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you <laughs> you did good. I, I'm glad you called. But um, you did mention... Uh, about the meetup that you did with Chris and Megan. But you know what, Chris? We never talked about this on the show last episode. So That's true. We didn't. What happened? Um, so first off, I want to say um, voicemails, by the way, not only are they great, because we, we really love when you guys call in and leave us voicemails. Drunk dials are encouraged. <laughs> um, <laughs> but two, it's going to enter you guys in to win a set of B-cups. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. So... Uh, the next time we're going to be giving those out is going to be in a couple of months. So get in some voicemails. But let's talk about, uh, so Amanda came and uh, she was here for uh, work and I was actually out of town. The exact dates <laughs> that she was supposed to be here in Tampa. Um, and I said, well, um, why don't you see if you can you can schedule something with Megan, my wife, and See about um, maybe you guys go out and have a beer, go check out a couple breweries or something, just to at least go go visit a couple places. Well, I flew in, I believe it was, I don't know, the eighth or the ninth of, uh, who cares? Um, I flew in <laughs> like the night before she was supposed to leave, I believe. And um, as you guys heard in the voicemail, is you know, it was a hell of a day for them, and uh, <laughs> they were you know, getting their teeth kicked in <laughs> all day long. Um, but, uh, but she was able to make it out to, uh, to meet us over at seventh sun. Oh, um, so she was able to meet us over there at seventh sun, uh, just to kind of hang out, have a beer with us, just chat for a little while. And then, uh, we were, we were fortunate enough that we are able to take dogs in the mm. places too. So we brought Cajun with us. Oh, nice. Um, so my Belgian Malinois Cajun, uh, he came out and got to get to meet Amanda too. And just, uh, I mean the, the dog, I swear he's, he, uh, he gravitates more to women than he does most people, <laughs> but, uh, but he was a ham just, you know, hang, just trying to, just trying to get attention from new people. But yeah, we had, we had a blast just getting to, 
sit and talk with her and uh getting to finally meet her was uh was awesome so um hopefully like you said amanda you got all those southwest miles um at just burning a hole in your pocket so get you and kevin down here uh, so we can go explore some breweries and uh see what kind of trouble we can get into of course of course yeah if you i mean if you already have the miles you might as well use them and you already know yeah. chris Chris and Megan are great peeps, so you got to get back down there and, and spend a weekend with them. Let them show you around Tampa and and some good beer, some good beaching, maybe some mm-hmm. boating. I don't know. They can work miracles. Sounds good. Yeah, now, now I need to make sure I can come for that weekend, too. I don't want to miss out. Yeah, well, I mean, we've got... We've got the glassware for beaches and boats. <laughs> yeah, we got the glassware. <laughs> we got the glassware. All right. Well, that's great. You know what? Um, you know, one of the things is I would love to have Amanda and Kevin on the show with us as some guests as w- with you and me, Chris. So uh, one of the things is Amanda didn't want to come on the show until we had our lovely ladies on. Guess what? We had the ladies show. They've been on the show. So now we can open it up. And Amanda can come and share her craft beer journey with us, uh, along with her husband Kevin. I feel like we should, we could, if we had the opportunity, we could do that with a lot of people. Yeah, of course, of course, we can do it with whoever wants to come on and and share their craft beer journeys with us. So keep that in mind. And send a voicemail. You'll be entered in to join us on the show, <laughs> just like Amanda. Oh, all right. Well, thank you once again, Amanda. We really appreciate the voicemail. All right. We had some other feedback. So after our last show, Chris posted on our Facebook page, he wanted a response to the best craft brewery in every state from our listeners. He asked our listeners, hey, we talked about it on the show about this article. Why don't you go ahead and let us know what you think the best breweries are in your state? And we had quite a number of people respond. So I thought it'd be great to read these responses on the show and share them with other people that are in that state. Find out maybe, you know, other people in the state don't know about this brewery and they now have a brewery they need to go visit or they disagree and they want to go ahead and comment some more. Hey, go ahead and comment some more. We'll just read them on the next show too. So let's get started, Chris. You want to start us off with the the first two? Absolutely. So Joe Easton, or our buddy Craft Beer Joe, uh, Brink is my favorite in Ohio, but there are quite a few that are close behind them. So it's, uh, I believe Joe's in the Cincinnati area. Yes, yes. And then uh, Hunter Bjork Graham. I like Founders a lot, but I'd probably have voted Bells. (laughs) Maybe Old Nation, but I've only had a couple from them so far, even though they've been fantastic. Nice. Yeah, so... At first, he's going with the big names, Founders and Bells, and he slides in. One I never heard, Old Old Nation. I mean, come on. Hey, I got to go with Old Nation, someone that I never heard of. Sounds good. Okay, then we had uh, Jeffrey, I'm going to say Siler. I don't know. What do you think? Steeler? Siler? I'd go with Siler. Siler. Jeffrey Siler. He says, so many great breweries here in North Carolina, but if I had to choose... It's Burial Beer in Asheville. Just an amazing brewery. And I wrote back. Yeah, I wrote back saying, yeah, it's a great choice. I know that I've had a few of their beers thanks to our friend Kevin Page in the Orlando area sending them to me. And every Burial Beer I've had has been really good. So 
I can't uh, I can't say that that might not be a good choice right there. I agree. Then we had the gnarly gnome. He's uh, a blogger out of the Cincinnati Cincinnati area, I believe. Also, he says, "How can you choose one favorite? It depends so much on who I'm drinking with, what I'm in the mood for, and." What atmosphere I'm looking for. I mean it when I say I love something about all our local spots. And you know what? The Gnarly Gnome has a good point. And this is kind of my point, too. I think I, I kind of hinted at it on the show. Is it's hard to list, you know, how do you pick one? How do you pick one of 100 breweries in a, in a state? Or one of, of 300, like we had in, you know, or, or in, in other states that have a lot of breweries? Even if you only have, you just try to pick one favorite in my local Boise area, I can't pick one. I have ones that I lean more towards because at this time they're brewing beers that I really appreciate, but can I say it's my favorite? I mean, if I were to pick one brewery that's my favorite in Idaho, it's hard. I still might go to my old faithful, the brewery that I've been drinking the most from Idaho, and that's Grand Teton Brewing. I mean, I've had their beer more than any other beer because I've been drinking them longer, but it, it, I guess it's my favorite. But other people would say, you're wrong. You know, that they have a lot more new breweries that make better stuff. I agree that there's other breweries that make good stuff. That's why I, I kind of like Gnarly Gnome's statement is that, hey, it all depends on what you're trying to achieve, who you're with, and, you know, what you can appreciate from each brewery. So it's hard to pick one. But, hey, sometimes you just got to pick – you know which which child's your favorite, right? Which hey Chris, which <laughs> dog is your favorite? I love them all the same. Yeah. <laughs> all right, hit the hit the last two. All right, so our buddy William Lake wrote in and said, "I'd wager you would have a hard time finding many people that would vote against the grain, the best brewery in Kentucky." <clears throat> yeah. So I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm reading that right. Hard time finding many people that would vote against the yeah. So I, I I would agree with them. Um, any of the stuff I've had from Against the Grain has been very very good. Yeah, yeah, solid for sure. And then the Secret Hopper. Ooh, they'd love yeah. So they'd love to hear which breweries our fans believe have the best customer experience too. Yeah. So if you guys reach out to the Secret Hopper, you could potentially get paid to go to breweries. <laughs> I'm still waiting. I'm still You're waiting. Still waiting. Yeah, he. Uh, no, we were talking back and forth when I applied, and he said, "No, no, no. When for sure, when they get out to the the Boise area, he'll he'll hook me up with some some uh, secret hopping." Because, okay, come on, Andrew. I know we got some yeah. spots out in Boise that that you guys can uh, can secret shop. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd love to do it. I I uh, it's all about the experience. I when we do our top five beers list in a few minutes, honestly. I was telling Chris before, I said, there's beers that you can rate a certain rating. And if you have a bunch of that rating, how do you pick which ones are the better than the other? And the, the way you pick is, is in the experience at the time that you had that beer or when, you know, there's, there's obviously some emotional connection that will rise one above the other. And that's how you, you know, you, you, you kind of uh, rate them or weight them. Um, same thing. I choose my breweries that I want to go spend my money on to the ones that give me the best experience or the ones I'm going to spend more money at. I'm going to go there mm -hmm. and I'm going to spend my money because beer is expensive now. I mean, most breweries, even in Boise, 
it's hard to go to a, a brewery now and not spend less than six dollars a beer at the brewery. Yeah. I mean, and then a lot of them are even higher than that. And it's getting crazy when I, you know, when I can go and get a six pack at the store still for $10 or I want to buy one beer for six or seven, the, the experience better be there for me to spend that kind of money and, and, and make the effort to go to the, to the brewery to experience it. So, yeah, I agree. All right. Great answers, guys. You guys did well. You came and uh, provided us what we needed. All right, one more feedback, again, from our friend Amanda. Uh, she commented on Twitter at Try to Stay Upright. If you want to follow her, you can follow her. She posts about a lot of different things. Uh, she was, again, responding to the list, the list that was uh, we spoke on the show, but it wasn't to this post. It was you know, on Twitter. So she says, The Brew Gentleman is a great choice for number one. But Troig's definitely deserves honorable mention. Hashtag Nimble Giant. Hashtag Forever. And of course, Troig's is 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 great. Now, I, of course, I call it Troig's. I don't know if it's Troig's or Tro. I just I don't know. Who knows how to pronounce these weird names? But um, I've enjoyed, I think, every single Troig's beer that I've had, including the Nimble, the Nimble Giant, including their Doppelbach, including every single beer i've had so they are definitely a contender i forgot about them when i was trying to think of other pennsylvania breweries but hey the brew gentleman is fantastic so well if you would like to contact the show with your comments or questions you can reach us through email at tap gmail.com or on twitter just follow us at tap to craft and of course chris wants to hear from you so go to our facebook page at facebook.com slash tap to craft leave a comment post to our or leave a you know leave a comment to our post and create a write on our wall do whatever you want share us go and share our page to all of your friends and followers and let them know that hey we have a great craft beer podcast uh, show and uh, spread the word yeah show us your beer related activities yeah show us your beer related activities show us what you're drinking we like that. I'm certainly not I'm certainly not having enough of them yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, at don't forget, we do have a voicemail line. You can call us at 208-536-3359. Or if it's easier for you to remember 208-53-ODDLY, then by all means, remember that number. Leave a voicemail like Amanda did and get entered into the next contest. That's how we're doing our contest. So right now, Amanda is the winner. If nobody else sends a voicemail, keep yeah. that in mind. you got to throw her off the throne. She's going to get it if you... If someone else does a voicemail, it's 50-50. All right. And we want to thank Open Forum Radio Network for supporting our show. They provide the hosting space at openforumradio.com. And if you enjoy the content that Chris and I are putting out, then we know you'll find some other great content like the following. Thank you so much for listening to Tap the Craft with Denny, John, and Chris. Hey, and if you want to check out more great podcasts, check out the Open Form Radio Network over at openformradio.com. We have such podcasts such as Open Form Radio Proper, Facetious, Geeks for the Win, Gamer Husbands Radio, The OMG Hour, Gaming Vessels, Slash Attainment, and Conspiracy Otter. Hey, Thank you so much for checking out Tap the Craft today, and please leave these fellas a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this great show. Hey, thanks again for listening. All right, now it is time for the Brew Buzz. The Brew Buzz, of course, is devoted to discussing all kinds of various beer-related topics. And this week, we are going to discuss 
Chris and mine's top five beers of 2018 in the following categories. Hoppy ales, dark ales, and the all-encompassing other beer styles. So let's get started. Um, we're going to start with the hoppy beers. Chris, you want me to start or you want to start? I, you can go ahead and start. I would like to point out, though, that uh, as much of a as much as you like top lists, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know we're doing a top five here, and I know how much you um, kind of loathe those top lists. Yeah, uh, here I we do. Stand doing one, I do. But <laughs> you know what? Even though I don't like it, I know our listeners love lists. So why not give them what they love? That's right? why we're here. That's why we're here. I sacrifice for our listeners. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I, I'm going to start. That now, honestly, there's. I, I'm going to start from the bottom of my list. There's no real order except for the rating on this one. I'll, I'll tell you this. All my beers are five cap ratings and untapped, except for three beers. Three beers in the hoppy beer category. And I was telling Chris earlier before we started the show is that because the hoppy beers, IPAs, double IPAs, hazy IPAs, all these hoppy beers, they are, there's so many of them that now I find myself that it has to be something super spectacular above and beyond that warrants me giving it a, a higher rating. So I'm starting to rate more of the hoppy beers as, as time goes on a lot lower, you know, fours, four and a quarters, four and a halves, not so many four and three quarters or four or fives, right? So that's why on my hoppy beer list, I only have two five cap ratings in this top five and the rest are below that. So that's kind of interesting, but my, all my dark beers are all five caps and all my other styles are all five caps. And even in those, I had multiple five caps that didn't make it. And there is no honorable mention this week or this year. I decided just to go with, for me, I went with the top five, and that's it. I'm not giving any extras. You guys already heard my extras on all the shows because all these beers have been included in my note, new and noteworthy, so these should not be new to you. But let's just get a recap. All right. Starting at the lowest one, uh, this is from Southern Tier, and it's called the Pittsburgh Brewed North Shore Fog Hazy IPA. I gave this beer a four-and-a-half rating. I had this beer in July of this year, and here's what I wrote on Untapped about it. It says, this is a really good, or this is really good. Yeah, very descriptive there. Uh, nice, juicy, New England IPA with great mouthfeel. Now, keep in mind, I had this beer when I was drinking beers with Kevin and Amanda in Pittsburgh at Southern Tier right there near the stadiums. Uh, we had lunch, had a great time. This beer really was tasty and was a New England style IPA that stood out above a lot of New England IPAs. And uh, I, I had to give it a, a high rating. Now, why did this four and a half rating beer make it the list and the other ones didn't? Guess what? It goes back to that experience. I was having the time of my life with my wife, myself, Amanda and Kevin. They were fantastic hosts visiting, revisiting Pittsburgh after Almost 30 years was last, actually it was 30 years, last time I was in Pittsburgh, and I did not have a good experience in Pittsburgh 30 years ago. Come back to Pittsburgh and find out this city has been changed, and it's a place that I literally could consider moving to. 
not just because Amanda and Kevin are there, but because I felt like it's been renewed and it's a place that felt friendly. And I, I just felt, I, I don't know, I had a connection to it. So it's the experience. It's the times. It's, you know, it's, it's how you're in, taking in the beer that makes a big difference. So that's why uh, this beer made a list. Southern Tier, Pittsburgh Brewed, North Shore Fog, Hazy IPA, only available at the Southern Tier Brewery downtown Pittsburgh. The next one is Firestone Walker out of California. Uh, Leo versus Ursus. Leo versus Ursus. The Wukus Double IPA. Four, four and a half cap rating. I had this in February. This is going all the way back to February. This made my list from February. It says, a bit of citrus hoppy aroma, some roasty malt character up front, followed by a very strong citrus hop finish. This beer is awesome. And I have to admit that I think the Wukas is, right now, I've had, I've had so many of these Leo versus Ursus beers. They're all good. But I think the Wukas was the one that really stood out to me as, like, fantastic. I really enjoyed that beer. So if it comes back next year, you guys should try it if you haven't tried it. It's really good. All right. Now going on to a brewery that I talk about a lot because they make some great hazy IPAs. Revision Brewing out of Reno, Nevada. Hops in a can, hazy triple IPA, a triple hazy IPA, four and three quarters cap rating. I had this in September of this year. My quote on uh, Untapped is, hell yeah, awesome New England triple IPA. This sucker is so full of great hop flavor, I can't even express it. Well done, Revision. Yes, Revision puts out a lot of different beers, double IPAs, triple IPAs, single IPAs, uh, all very good. But this one had the highest rating of all of my revision IPAs. Uh, that's why I made the list. All right, moving up to number four. Civil Society, hieroglyphics with mosaic, motuka, motuka, and topaz hazy IPA. Five cap rating, had this in March of this year. My first Civil Society beer, thanks to Kevin Page. 100% hazy and juicy with great pineapple and citrus flavor. Very good beer and easy drinker. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin sent this to me from uh, Orlando, Florida area, and I really enjoyed this beer. Five cap rating made my list. It's one of the best hoppy beers I had this year. And last but not least is the Troig's Nimble Giant Double IPA. Five cap rating had it in July. Such a great treat to have a care package waiting for me after a day of traveling. This is exactly how I like my 9% double IPAs. Thank you, Kevin and Amanda. So again, I've heard great things about this beer from Kevin and Amanda, from John, from everyone that has this beer, high ratings. I, my anticipation of this beer, my expectations were over the top. So it had to live up to those expectations. And you know what? Most beers don't, and this beer did. Now, did it live up to those expectations because I got done traveling eight hours going from Boise to Pittsburgh, and as we get in at uh, midnight, one o'clock in the morning, whatever time it was we got into the hotel, I check into the hotel, and I have the uh, the, the desk attendant go into the back refrigerator uh, and bring out a care package that was left there for Sarah and I by Amanda, full of beer. Uh, come on. That is amazing. I went up. 
I needed that beer. 16-ounce can of this awesome beer. I cracked it open, and I chugged this thing and enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, five-cap rating. I enjoyed the rest of the three cans also that she had in there. I mean, that is some great, uh, I mean, great memories and just makes this experience even more. All right, Chris. I didn't mean to right. drag on so far, but we're, I didn't want the show to get too short, so I'm going to just drag these on. But let's go ahead and hear about your hoppy beers. Well, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, um, I don't I do not do as many notes as you do in Untapped. Hmm. So uh, like we were talking about earlier, it's uh, I, I looks like I only give notes on maybe 40% of the beers that I put in there, at least, at least, <laughs> at least on my hoppy on my hoppy. Uh, my hoppy top five. So um, I'm just going to start at the bottom as well with uh, Prismatic from Ninkasi. Yeah. And I'm, I know that one holds a special <laughs> place for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one, um, like you were talking about how it, uh, maybe if you had two beers that were, you know, four caps, mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you choose like, hey, this one was better than that one? Um, this one was this one was a special place uh for me because I was drinking this while I was uh, living in Las Vegas mm-hmm. for about three weeks yeah. uh, for, for dog training school. And it was just really cool that I could not only, you know, I was there by myself and then during the day I was, you know, working dogs and working with our trainers and stuff like that. But um, just getting Ninkasi beers like, Hey, I'm on the West coast now I can get these kind yeah. of things at least <laughs> for three weeks. So, um, so yeah, Prismatic from Ninkasi Brewing Company, and I know you tore up a bunch of that uh, throughout this year. Oh yeah, um, I'm sure you've had a couple of cases of that, not, like f- at least four cases, if not six. <laughs> I mean, I literally drank so much of this this year; it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and that was a that was a four and a quarter cap uh, on that for me. So that was that was a that was a good start to this year. Had had that first one back in January of 2000 of this year. So. <laughs> Um, the next one we're going to get into is, I believe we talked about this one on the last show. Last ah, one or the one before that yeah, yeah. was, was, uh, Sosis from Toppling Goliath and, uh, Toppling Goliath. If you've never tried any of their stuff, um, from what I know personally, and they may do different things, but they're, uh, they're big into the IPAs and they're very good at mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, some of their other stuff that I know of is, uh, their pseudo Sue. Yeah is one of their beers. And then King Sue is a, a double IPA that they put out, which is, those are both really good. But this Sosis uh, gave that one four and a half caps. Um, we just had that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's so it's uh, really good. Um, moving on up to In Perpetuity from Treehouse Brewing Company. Um, I got to have this one and my next beer um, actually with clients of ours. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, um, a couple of the guys that have, um, done training with us, um, have used my Tavor code to get beer. And <laughs> I said, well, if you guys are ordering beer, I, I, we might as well just, you know, have a few and, you know, uh, you know, share, share a couple beers together and see, see what comes out of it. But, uh, yeah, the in perpetuity from Treehouse Brewing Company, that one got four and a half caps from me. That was, that was just back in September. And then the next one from Treehouse Brewing also was Haze. Hmm. So Haze, uh, was a very trap, uh, very tropical, um, just like the name says, hazy mm-hmm. IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
into that trend of New England IPAs, and it was uh, really juicy and just it, it just great. That one got four and a half caps as well. Going back to January, going yeah. back to dog training school dog and the training. West Coast. That's right. <laughs> is going to be Belching Beavers uh, Phantom Bride. Yeah, it's a good one too. And, man, I, I, I actually had notes on this one. Um <laughs> This one got 4.75 caps. See, I'm not giving out those five caps no. so, so easy. You're stingy. Um, yeah, I am. So I just wrote this one. It was absolutely phenomenal. Probably one of the best IPAs I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I was at, um, uh, there's a place in Las Vegas called Corey's Bottle mm-hmm. and Spirits. Yeah. And um, the guy there, uh, he, I believe his name was Greg. He recommended that one to me, and I wasn't going to pick it up. I was, I was just like, yeah, it's you know, it's a cool looking can. Yeah, but, the can's cool. Um, but he's he's like, this is probably one of the best IPAs I've had, in it. and sure enough, he wasn't kidding. This this was uh, this made my my top list of IPAs uh, probably of all time. You know, wow, not not to be outdone by the 120 minute IPA, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but. You know, it's it's up there with you know with, <laughs> with some really good ones, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's going to be my top five as far as hoppy beers go. And let's go ahead and move into the dark beers. Yeah, yeah. For, first off, before we go to the dark beers, hey, great list, Chris. I man, I, I'm still waiting for some Treehouse myself, and you had two Treehouse beers on there. Very, very lucky. Very envious of you. One day I'll have my treehouse uh, beers, but I, I can't complain. I also love your Belching Beaver uh, Phantom Bride. Now, I had it before January, so it was in 2017, so I didn't include it in my list, but it very much would have made my list if I would have had it at the same time in, in this year. Uh, and, yeah, Topping Goliath, great beer. I've had a few different things from them, uh, solid. And we already talked about Prismatic. I... I've drank so much of that beer, but when I rated it, I never rated it very high because it's not, you know, it's not like a a beer that's like, wow, wow, this is the greatest thing ever. But it is so drinkable and it's so flavorful for a session. Like it's not even sessionable, but it's like a session IPA, but with flavor and alcohol. So it's not really, Mm. I mean, it's kind of a weird thing, but I know I great list. I really like your list. Let me go into my dark beers now. And again, I'm just going to, because all these are fives, I'm going to start from the top of the list because it doesn't matter. They're, they're all fives. So the first beer on my list is from Ohio, Hoppin' Frog Infusion A, peanut butter chocolate coffee porter. Wow. Mix all that stuff together. It's got to be good, right? It is. Five cap rating. Had this in May of this year. My comments are big peanut butter flavor in the nose and flavor. Uh, a little cocoa and coffee in there too. Really well done. This is a beer that I got through Tavor, our mail order uh, service that that we've uh, you know that we use, and I ordered one. Uh, next time I see this in Tavor, I will order at least a half dozen because this beer is so good. I gotta have a good supply to keep up my addiction on it. So that's well, I I told you the beer fairy brought me some of those. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't wait for you to uh, drink it and enjoy it. It's really good. All right, then next on my list is a bucket list brewery. 
ah, I marked off one of the breweries that I've been, you know, bucket list trying, uh, Allagash. Uh, this is their Map 40. It's a Belgian-style stout blended with cold brew coffee. Again, five-cap rating had it in May. Again, got this from Tavor. Uh, my first Allagash, and it is and it is incredible. Mellow coffee flavor like in a Java chip ice cream. Smooth, creamy, and chocolate, too. Rich flavors. I'll tell you what. This beer was fantastic, and for being my first Allagash experience, was amazing. I really enjoyed it. And anyone that can get this Map 40 beer needs to go out and get it when it's available. Uh, really good. Next is again, I mentioned Burial Beer Company. Uh, this one is their Griddle Imperial Espresso Imperial Stout. Five cap rating. Had it in March. This, I said, wow, this is awesome. Nice, subtle coffee with big dark chocolate syrup flavor and heavy-bodied and thick. Yum, yum. Thanks, Kevin Page. Mm -hmm. Another Kevin Page beer. Barrier beer, fantastic. This beer, again, another coffee beer. I'm, I'm, start, I'm starting to show a, a sign here that I like to have coffee porter, coffee cold brew, uh, Belgian-style stout, and now an espresso imperial stout. Uh, hey, I, uh, I like coffee. In fact, you know what? Almost all of my dark beers have coffee, and I didn't notice that that connection there, Chris. We didn't talk about that one. But, no. uh, again, Burial Beer is fantastic. Uh, if you can get their beer, try them. They're really good. Just, again, want to thank Kevin Page for providing that to me. Then Stillwater Artisanal. I talked about this back in June. This is Collaborations Are for Lovers. It's an imperial style brew with mango, coffee, and vanilla. Hey, there's that coffee again. Five cap rating. June, I had this in June. Said so this is really good. Nice cold brew coffee aroma and flavor. A lot of flavors going on. I really like this beer. 16% and yummy. Now, yeah. it's interesting because I see a lot of my friends check into this beer and a lot of people don't appreciate it as much as I appreciated it. I've I had two uh, cans of this. Both cans, I basically same rating because they were amazing flavors. This beer you have to let settle. You can't drink it cold. You have to pour it into your glass, let it warm up a bit. If you let it warm up, the flavors in the aroma, the aroma gets much more, uh, you know, much more intense, and the flavors all start coming out and you get this burst of all these different characters going on in that flavor and it's really really good so again if i can find this one day um, <clears throat> i'll order it again from tavor if it comes back out it's really good did you did you have this one chris uh that one i did have i got through tavor as well and i actually was uh drinking that one uh by the pool while we were on a camping trip ah that uh, collaborations are for lovers. For lovers. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So I really liked it. And then my last beer, my last dark beer is again, it's another Southern tier beer and another beer I had while I was in Pittsburgh. It's their Samoa, Samoa, this Imperial stout, another five cap rating in July. Love this beer. So glad my wonderful wife waited to drink it until I got home. Rich chocolate, great, rich chocolate, coconut and caramel, cookie flavor now i my wife had this at the southern tier brewery in a in a draft uh glass i had a taste of it really liked it then we bought a bottle to take home with us and a 22 ounce bottle 
And uh, luckily, I, would, I, I think we got back. I had to go away for business trip, and I came back, and I was worried that she was going to drink it while I was gone, and she didn't. She waited for me, and we, we shared it together because I wanted to have a full glass myself. So we shared a glass each of that 22-ounce bottle. It's a five-cap rating. In fact, almost all of these Girl Scout cookie-themed Southern Tier beers are five caps. They're all really good. So it's uh, this is the one I chose as uh, my favorite, though, for that. All right, Chris, how about your dark beers? All right, so my dark beers, we're going to start with Black Butte 30 from the oh, yeah. Brewing Company. Yeah, do it. Oh, man, that was – that was I was so glad that showed up on Tavor because we are not seeing any Deschutes down here in Florida, and I definitely miss, the, miss that brewery uh, from living up in Ohio. That one got four and a half caps, and I had that one back uh, in October. Mm. I, I still remember where I, what I was doing when I was drinking that beer uh, was uh, – we were watching Child's Play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for Halloween? <laughs> yeah. So me and my buddy Trey were watching really stupid uh, Halloween movies. Um, and yeah, we were watching Child's Play. We are drinking Black Beauty. <laughs> it's a classic. It's a classic. Chucky is um, like my favorite, man. I, it makes me laugh every time I watch that show. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, you, and it's funny because looking at that and going... These are the things that used to scare me when yeah. I was little. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving up from there, bringing up our bringing up those guys at Untitled Art again with their Hazelnut Imperial Stout. Oh wow! Uh, had this one back in February. Uh, gave them four and a half caps for that one. Um, and again, anything that Untitled Art is putting out it is just. It's been so good. I ha- I haven't been cursed with a bad beer yet from them. So. Uh, hope they keep that up and keep putting out some really good stuff. Next is going to be from Wicked Weed Brewing Company. Oh. I know. I know. Wow. I, I'm, sell out. I'm going, sell out. I'm going with, I know it's beer from <laughs> sell out. But again, I still stick with it and so do you guys. Yeah. Is that oh, yeah. If they keep making good beer, I'm still going to drink it. Wicked Weed Brewing Company, they're bourbon barrel aged milk and cookies. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I, Megan and I were just trying to catch up on, on the last couple of episodes and I was just talking about this beer in one of the last episodes that I drank it like a man out of the bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is when you were in – yeah, you had this in the parking lot of uh, – In North Carolina, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was at our, our regional get-together for everybody in the southeast region for for, uh, for sit and sit and it was uh, – and it was – you know, we're just hanging out, enjoying each other's company. And I was, man, this was a five cap beer for, for me. So, um, as sell out as they may be, they still make some really, really good beer. So my next one's going to be from right here in Tampa with angry chair. Um, they're coconut fin. And again, this was just one I talked about very recently. Uh, it's just their Coke. The, the fin is a, a hazelnut porter that they added some coconut to. And that coconut just kind of turned out to be a really, it's a very creamy, but very, very good addition. And that one was also a five cap rating that I had back in November. Coconut. Yummy. Yeah. Coconut and hazelnut. I mean, it's, it, it's basically dessert in a glass. Mm. Um, but then this next one was also dessert in a glass too. Oh Yeah. Yeah. So mother earth brewing company, uh, their four seasons of Mother Earth. It was was their uh, their summer, which was the uh, 
a stout with raspberries. And my notes in there, I wrote roasty, not too sweet, and just enough raspberry. This beer is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was back in October. We had that one too. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I had three bottles of this, and every single one was a five-cap rating. <laughs> well, I'm really excited on um, my next Tavor shipment. I have the winter one coming. Uh, the winter one wasn't as good. I, I should have warned you. The winter one wasn't as good. But only one way to find out. Yeah, but maybe it'll be better in the bottle. I had it on draft, and um, it was a little bit uh, uh, boozy for me. So, but maybe it's it'll tone down in the bottle. So, hey, it'll be good. It'll be good. Don't worry. But uh, I, th- yeah. So I left this one wasn't on my list because I knew it was going to be on your list. <laughs> 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 but it is a five cap rating for me, and I really loved it. But I probably had at least 10 dark beers that were five caps. So I had to narrow it down to five and uh, that's why I did mine. Okay. Yeah. But no, you have a great All list. Right. Another great list. Okay. Should we end this thing? Start the last style, the other styles, everything that falls in besides hoppy and dark. Um, I'll start off. And again, all mine are five cap ratings. So I'm going to start from the top of the list. Trogues, bourbon barrel age, flying mouflon, American Barley Wine uh, from 2017. Five cap rating, had it in July. This is fantastic. No sign of 11.5% ABV. Great raisin, oak, and vanilla flavor without overloading the bourbon character. Thank you, Kevin and Amanda. Once again, I had this beer. Uh, We were sitting on Kevin and Amanda's porch, and we were just having some beers, and they broke out some of their nice cellar beers that they had that you know that they're waiting for the right moment to drink and they know i love barley wines so they popped it open and i'll tell you what fantastic barley wine and everyone knows that i'm a big fan of the english barley wine but this was american barley wine that was aged just right perfect character aged so it didn't have too much of that hoppy uh bitterness uh really good so i really appreciate uh, Kevin and Amanda for sharing that with me. Moving right into the English barley wine and from Big Beer, uh, Goose Island bourbon. Sell Cam- out, yeah, sell out. I know. <laughs> I, hey, just like you, I drink what tastes good. And uh, this Goose Island Bourbon County brand English barley wine again, 2017, fourteen point four percent, five cap rating. Had it in October. This is just what I needed today in such a delicious English barley wine. Not too boozy. Nice balance of bourbon character to enhance the style. And this was a gift from Kevin and Amanda while I was there. They sent this home with me to bring home. And what a fantastic treat. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Again, top beer in 2018 for me. Moving down to a little different style now. Hangar 24, it's her 10th anniversary Sorbet Goza, brewed with raspberries, blood orange, and lactose. Five cap rating in October, or no, in August of this year. This is great. Perfect amount of raspberry tartness. The lactose provide, provides a nice mouthfeel and balance. It's like liquid sorbet. I had two cans of this, and both cans were absolutely amazing. And I don't think that Hangar 24 is probably going to ever reproduce it because it was a 10th anniversary beer. But man, this is this is a year worthy or, or annual like year round uh, 
beer that they could sell a lot of. It's really good. Now, moving into back over to the East Coast down in, in your area there, Mr. Mr. McKenzie, Seventh Son. This is their Sakura Obscura Berliner Weiss. Five cap rating. Had this in March. Absolutely awesome. Slight tartness with a pleasant cherry aroma and cherry pomegranate flavor. Medium carbonization, carbon, carbonation, and perfect body. And this was another one of those beers that was sent to me by our friend Kevin Page. So once again, another beer that was given to me as a gift. And the last beer that I will talk about is the Rusty Rails Fool's Gold. It's an imperial peanut butter Hefeweizen. Yes, you heard wow. it right. Uh, an imperial peanut butter Hefeweizen. Five cap rating in July. Wow, this is a great hef with a nice subtle peanut butter flavor. And no way you would know that this beer was 8% ABV. And once again, another uh, beer that was given to me by Kevin and Amanda. And uh, I just want to say, has anyone noticed a trend in, in my top beers? And if you have, these top beers came in one of two ways. They either came from friends of the show who have provided me with these beers, which is fantastic, or from mail order from our friends at Tavor. So mm. most of these top beers uh, are coming from from out of my state, for one thing. Not that I don't have top beers in my state, but again, I think a lot of the choices here were because I was very honored that our listeners are willing to send me beer and share beer with me that they, you know, think I will enjoy or that uh, they, you know, that they just want to show their appreciation. And uh, it means something to me. So, again, there's going to be a little bit of a more emotional connection with these beers. But, again, all these beers were fantastic. So, there you go. You have my list. Now, Chris, finish us off with your other style beers. All right. So, my other style beers, um, let's see. We'll start with one I already talked about tonight was the Chocolate Scotch Ale from Untitled Art. That's unique. And that's... Not only was it unique, but man, this this was just so good. Like I said, if I can find this uh, in a six pack, or maybe I'll go run down to the nearby bottle shop and see if they'll sell me a keg of it. <laughs> uh, put it in the kegerator because man, that stuff was so good. That was uh, four and a half caps, and I just had that this month. That was that was uh, something I had a couple, maybe even just about a week ago. Uh, the next one we had was the Rigor Mortis ABT. <clears throat> that was from the. Uh, the Brasserie du de Ciel. <laughs> French, not so much my strong yeah, point. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but this, uh, again, Denny, you take a lot more notes on your stuff than I do. Uh, but this one was four and a half caps. Um, come to find out, this was the second bottle that I had of this stuff. It comes out about once a year. Oh, okay. Um, and this was given to me by a friend of mine. This not only... Not only did I have the uh, the rigor mortis in Georgia, uh, so that was while we were out camping there, but then uh, one of the friends of ours that was with us in Georgia got me a second bottle of this, so I was really appreciative of that. Um, so, like you said, people give you the uh, 
gave you yours as gifts or you had different experiences with mm-hmm. them. Uh, I was fortunate enough to have both of those things. Yeah. Happen. So, <laughs> pretty awesome. um, so that was four and a half caps back in October. Um, the Bravo mm. from 2017 from Firestone Walker. Not only did I get to have this one while I was in Georgia <laughs> with the same friends that got me the previous beer. Um, this one I got from Tavor, but um, this one was uh, an extremely good beer that I gave a four and a half cap rating to again back in October. Um, that again, it was with it was with great friends in a in a great setting. Um, just kind of on some vacation, so. I'm sure it was not only, I'm sure it was a really good beer, but the people in the environment probably mm-hmm. made it better. Mm-hmm. The next one I want to bring up um, is, is a little different than what I'm, uh, what I'm normally giving you know, high marks to. Uh, so the Certatio Equestris, mm-hmm. our, for, our, for our Latin-speaking friends, the uh, equestrian contest oh, okay. um, from Avery Brewing Company. Now this one was a kind of um, kind of the I don't know how to even say it. It would be like a kind of an off offshoot of like a mint julep. Okay, yeah. So um, just trying to find the uh, yeah, it's something you the... drink at a uh, horse race. You know, something fancy. Was uh, let's see, it was come on now. Um, on untapped, it's, it's written as uh, a mint julep is not the product of a formula. It's a ceremony. It must be performed by a gentleman possessing a true sense of artistic and deep reverence for the ingredients. Ah. <laughs> and it goes on, uh, to quote, uh, Henry Clay, but this was, um, this was a beer that I did not, did not think, uh, that I was going to really like because it was a barrel aged sour ale mm. so it was a uh, uh, an ale aged in bourbon barrels with spearmint added and i, I thought man spearmint is that really a flavor that i want to have in, <laughs> in your beer <laughs> in a barrel aged beer yeah. first off but a sour barrel aged beer too um and honestly i ended up giving this one four and a half caps mm. nice. and and um i really like it when i get to see ratings like that on a style that i'm not always too fond of the sour the sour beers then i can go back to people and go well the people that say well you know i don't really like this style of beer and i can go it's just because you haven't had the right one yet (laughs) (laughs) and i can go back to things like this and go here's my example yeah yeah i hate sours and look i gave this one a four and a half yeah yeah um now i mean i do have i do i know i do have uh certain styles with the Britannomyces and, and all kinds of weird bugs in it that there's one beer in my fridge right now that I don't want to drink because it's so good. <laughs> I, I want to drink it, uh, but it, and I know it's the experiment from Anchorage Brewing. It's a, a blueberry beer oh, that we yeah. talked about yeah. about a year or so ago. That was just super deep purple looking in the glass. And, yeah. and I just remember commenting on Facebook going, man, that'd be really cool to have. And sure enough, it came out of, through Tavor, mm. and I bought three bottles. Of oh it, my gosh! And I did not regret that at all. <laughs> um, so, so that again, if you don't like a certain style, you just haven't tried the right one. 
Um, so moving on to the last one on this one is going to be again, one that brings up very good memories oh, is yeah. a jacked up pumpkin from big dogs brewing company in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, <clears throat> so not only one was I in dog training school when I drank this back in January, <laughs> a big two, dog. Denny, Denny, you and I went to this brewery oh, yeah. when you and I met in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, and this beer got four and a half caps uh, back in January. This was a barrel-aged blend of pumpkin ale, American barley wine, and stout. Um, and these were my notes. It was a, a barrel-aged blend of pumpkin ale, American barley wine, and stout. Very smooth and easy to drink. And the barrel flavor is present but not overwhelming. Nice. Uh, I, I remember Megan and I went and ordered this because we needed something for dinner. And they were having happy hours. So they said, well, you know... Uh, <laughs> Uh, drafts or you know 50% off or buy one get one free or something like that and I said well I guess we're both going to need two beers because uh, <laughs> I think happy hour is going to end in like 10 minutes yeah I was like yeah, bring two right away sir <laughs> so yeah so that was uh so again going back to the good memories and and uh the the environment that it was in that's it definitely makes the beer taste better ah excellent well, you know what, Chris? I think we have t- two uh, very good uh, lists of each of those style uh, categories. So, um, good job, good job. And we didn't take the whole night. We got to get through it pretty, pretty fast. Okay. Well, Chris, it's time to close the show down. But before we do that, let's go ahead and uh, we have the opportunity to give a few toasts to some people we want to give a toast to. So, who? would you like to raise a glass to tonight? Uh, there's so many people that I would like to raise a glass to. Uh, first off um, is going to be all of our listeners who sent in feedback and voicemails and uh, reached out to us about Facebook posts and everything because Denny, sadly, I feel like this, this is our last, this is our last episode for the year, isn't it? I think it is. This is ending out the uh, year. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to raise a big, big glass to everyone who's been uh, listening and downloading and supporting us uh, this past year um, for everybody who's been uh, messaging and, and uh, sending us posts and articles and stuff on Facebook. So big cheers to you guys uh, for helping us out with all of that. And then two, uh, I want to raise a glass to uh, Amanda uh, for coming out to the Tampa area and spend a little bit of time with us again, didn't have all the time that we wanted to, to spend with you, but, um, get you and Kevin down here, uh, to, uh, maybe get rid of some of the, get bypass some of the winter a yeah. little bit. So <laughs> get in touch with us, find out what we got to do to get you guys down here to spend some time with us. And, um, and we'll see where we go from there. But, uh, other than that, Denny, who, uh, who you want to raise a glass to? Yeah. Well, you know what? You brought up a good point is that this is our last show of the year. So I have to raise a glass to uh, to all of our listeners like, like Chris did and just wish you all a, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we'll see you in the next, in 2019 for sure. So I want to make sure I get that toast out before I, I forget. So there it is. But I need to, uh, I have a, a, a few people I just want to raise a glass to. It all revolves around this last week in Israel. Uh, first, I just need to, to raise my glass to my buddy Wu Sung uh, from Korea. 
Uh, he was a, a real blast to hang out with uh, this that last week, and uh, in our evening activities, he was very active and had we had a great time of good laughs. And he got me out there uh, karaokeing and 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 letting uh, you know letting go of some of my inhibitions to of of wanting to embarrass myself too badly. So hey, it was a good time. Uh, just cheers to you. Also to my good friend Olga and Elad, uh, who uh, were very instrumental in uh, recognizing me and and some of the stuff that I have uh, done for our company. I really appreciate you guys uh, being there to support me, and cheers to you. And, of course, to my manager, Jay, uh, who made the trip to Israel with me, which is always fun to be able to hang out with your manager, drink, and be merry. So cheers to you, Jay. Thank you for for uh, you know helping it be a fantastic time. And of course, I can't forget to raise my glass to all the servicemen and women out there who are protecting our freedoms, out there sacrificing their time to uh, you know so that we can sit here, drink beer, and talk about beer uh, with our freedoms. So, cheers to you. Come back safely to your families soon. And Chris, why don't you go ahead and raise a glass to our sponsor, B Cups? Sure. I want to raise a glass to B Cups, the supplier of outdoor craft beer cups, for partnering up with us. And I encourage our listeners to go visit their site at bcups.net. That's B C U P S.net. Or you can go check out all the things they have going on at fermentedreality.com. You can check out the world's first full line of style specific plastic beer cups for people on the go. Whether you're hanging out at the beach or by the pool or hiking the wilderness or even enjoying some boating, B-Cups are great for any place you can't use standard glassware. Excellent. And you can find the beers that we mentioned on the show in our show notes located on the show post at openforumradio.com. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at Loose Screw. And Chris, how can our followers or how can our listeners follow you? So you can follow me on Twitter at Chris underscore McKenzie 82, or you can find me on untapped and Instagram at MCK one, three, four, five. And you guys can always find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tap the craft. All right. It is last call time to bring our show to a close. We want to thank you for downloading and listening. We ask you to please tell a friend and of course, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher radio, tune in Google play or however you listen to your podcast and as a reminder we release a new show every two weeks now go out there and spread the good word of craft beer cheers and in this show we will discuss our top five I'm gagging on my spit. <laughs> uh, let me start that again. Uh, after Chris point, uh, Chris uh, posted, not pointed. Uh, maybe I need to slow down on the beers because no, uh, keep going. Stop. Yeah. But stop. Uh, but Chris posted uh, a question to our Facebook page uh, concerning uh, the you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. And Chris posted 
What the hell's going on? Ah, get professional now. Okay, I can do it. Uh, all right. Oh, okay. I mean, when I say I love something about... <laughs> Why don't I just... Try again. <laughs>